I created a trust scorecard system to build the highest converting funnel for coaches and agencies. If you actually plug this trust scorecard in your sales or marketing funnel, you're going to double the current number of clients within two business days, okay? What I mean by this is that if you are currently closing one out of 10 calls, if you use this, you're going to close two out of 10 calls, okay? Of course, if you're a savage and you're already closing at 40% or 30%, uh, I will not promise that it's going to double. But for most people out there who have like a, literally a 10, 15% closing rate, this is going to absolutely double the amount of clients you get by leveraging reverse risk in your marketing and sales process, okay? And before we hop into the video, guys, if you want to get access to this document as well as all of the other documents that I share in my YouTube channel, what I want you to do is actually to click the link below and join my free Facebook group, okay? Once you click the link, you're going to be sent to my group, answer the membership questions and once we review your application we review all of them manually if we accept you inside you're going to be able to get everything let's hop to the computer but as always thank you for watching guys in my previous video i explained the highest converting sales process for coaches and agencies and listen in that video i shared the real journey that a lead has to go through for them to become a high paying client okay of course if you want to go deep into that video go ahead this is a little bit of a longer video where i explain everything but that video is i believe one of my most insightful videos because it explains literally the complete understanding of an effective sales process and essentially how you can only control three main variables for you to actually move the needle forward when it comes to taking your leads into clients okay that said one of the biggest things that i shared in that video but it was just like the tip of the iceberg was how we can actually maximize the trust that our leads have in us or in our solution for them to end buying our stuff. Make sense? And what I want to do is just dive deeper into that specific portion of what I talked in the previous video that has to do with precisely the uh, trust scorecard, AKA how we can actually quantify the level of conversion that we can expect from a lead, okay? If you guys are watching this from Canada or the US or whatever, and when you're in school, you, you basically get grades like A plus or A or whatever, right? Uh, I'm from Costa Rica and Costa Rica, normally when you actually pass an exam, you, well, everything is in numbers. So when you want to pass the exam and you actually want to um, get a client from your sales process, you need a 70 or more, like we use it here in Costa Rica, okay? And that's how I want you guys to see this trust scorecard. Again, simply put, just to refresh, if you watched the previous video, or just to let you guys know, if you're watching this video and you didn't saw the previous one, in order for a stranger to give you their money, they need to, one, be able to pay the price of your product, and most importantly, have the trust in you or your solution and see you as the way to get a certain outcome, okay? If you actually have those things in place, getting clients is going to be easy. Naturally, the question becomes, how can you increase someone's trust in you or your solution so that they are willing to invest in your offer? And that's where the trust scorecard enters the game, okay? So you basically have different actions that have a certain amount of energy within the subjective appreciation of your product that your leads have, okay? So it doesn't matter what you have, you have referrals, these people have a 10 out of 10 level of trust in you. Then you have relevant case studies and testimonials that would be a five out of 10, essentially a 50. Then you have familiarity, especially content, and at the end you have risk reversals, okay? This system or this trust scorecard allows you to, if you want to actually pass the exam, always have at least a seven in your overall grade for you to get clients. So you can decide, you can have, for example, relevant case studies and testimonials plus risk reversals, okay? You can have, for example, famili familiarity, specifically content, risk reversals, but you can see that might not be enough. So you always want to either start adding some testimonials at least, because remember, the scorecard explains in order of effectiveness, the power that certain actions have towards building and increasing the trust of your prospects in your sales process and your overall marketing effort. What most people do wrong, and that's why most people never get clients, is because they grab this pyramid backwards and start to think about the risk reversals to make up for the bad products, okay? And they think that because they have all of the warranties, risk reversals, 
reversals and, I don't know, deliverables and irresistible offers, quote-unquote, they're going to have automatically a 10 out of 10 with their offer. When in reality, that, that even if you have like the best warranties, etc., at the most, these reversals can be a three, a, a three instead of a two, okay? Because if people don't trust you, no one cares about your offer. No one cares about your whatever, right? And on top of that, not only do they start to worry just a lot about their risk reversals, etc., but they start to go all in on content and ads to increase quote-unquote familiarity, and then they leave the actual results from their products for last. And the reality is because they don't have any, okay? So you guys are not like that, of course, because you've been following my YouTube channel. If you are a client of mine, you know how emphatical I am about actually focusing on client results and product because product-based founders are my type of guys, okay? So that out of the way, guys, the reality here is that if you have a strong sales process and piercing copywriting or marketing efforts, like you've learned from uh, all of the videos that I made on this channel, the reality is that sales should simply be about enrolling people to your offer. And of course, to communicate any concerns that they might have about the fulfillment process, aka handling objections, okay? That's literally what sales should be all about if you actually focus on the stuff that matters, okay? Now, I want to go step by step, distilling like when it comes to referrals, how we can actually implement this set of actions from the trust scorecard. Same thing goes for the case studies and testimonials. Same thing goes for the familiarity and same thing goes for our risk reversals, okay? So when it comes to referrals, guys, this is the most leveraged form of trust. And the reason why is because it's literally another person talking good about you. It's not you talking good about you, which is what most content creators do. Someone else talking good about you. And again, how can you fix this? It's super simple, guys. It's literally fixed by your product. Regardless of what you do, what you sell or your niche, think about how you can start adding some sort of referral partnership programs with your clients. For example, if you're on an agency, you can say, hey, for every client that you refer me, I will be willing to give you 30% of the first three months of whatever they pay me to you. Or same thing, you have a coaching business, you can just uh, give them a percentage of commissions for sales that they bring to you, okay? So that's an example. But on top of that, I want you to go a step further and leverage this in your sales process by actively telling that to your prospects. For example, if you are on a, on a sales call right now and you want to sell them on a retainer, give them a lifetime commission for other people that they refer to you. And if they already know someone or they were connected in the industry, they can even start from month one being not only profitable, but making more, more money by even paying you the retainers. Make sense? Another example, last resort, when you're handling objections, you can ask your prospects to refer to you one client if you lower your prices. Again, this is like last resort, but that's something that can happen really, really well. Like for example, let's say that you have a retainer of $3,000, but they say like, man, like 3,000 just weigh two hours of budget, etc. You can say like, okay, man, no worries. How about we leave it at one K and a half? But all I ask in exchange is that within the next 30 or 45 days, you just bring me a referral that I can enroll effectively into my program. Fair enough. And they might be like, oh, dude, like that's pretty much a 50% discount. I already know a couple of people who might be interested. And boom, you got a deal. Okay? So referrals is always the best or the easiest way to get clients, realistically speaking. But I get it for most people out there that might be out of your control, especially if you're getting started and you're just looking to uh, get your first client. You might be like, dude, that, that's cool and everything, but that's, that doesn't apply to me. Uh, it does apply to you. If you, from day one, you actually focus on client results, this can happen. But... Let's go a step deeper so that you can, and let's start talking about stuff you can control in a much easier fashion, okay? Which is case studies and testimonials, okay? This is the single most powerful form of marketing that you can actively do on a bi-weekly basis, for example, okay? And here's the thing. I want you to make your client results be the front of your marketing. What I always like to tell my clients is that if you follow me on Instagram by any chance, you can follow me with, with the link in the description or if you are on my Facebook group, etc. I really am not loud or I don't make that much noise. I just trade bangers here on YouTube I run my ads and I book calls and I close deals. <laughs> okay, I don't go 
24-7 dancing on TikTok, making Instagram reels, making stories, etc. Literally, all I do is repurpose my YouTube videos and on my stories. That's literally all of my marketing. But here's the thing. I'm still able to make much more money than the typical guys because of my approach to marketing, okay? I actually focus on client results and I just flex my client results. Make sense? That's why we have a 70 plus page Google document with dozens of client interviews, testimonials, etc. And And that's what actually sells. Because here's the thing, like what most people focus on when it comes to their marketing and their uh, overall strategy is that they, they start to focus on what, what posts they make on their Instagram profile, what their bio says, whether they should have a white emoji or a yellow emoji pointing downwards or if they should have like uh, two handles, etc. right? Like they worry about the wrong stuff. What actually matters is this part in here, your client results. And listen, it's not like I constantly post client results and client results because otherwise, I mean, I don't even like to lose my focus. What I like to do, and this is actually the most powerful funnel or the most powerful document that I've ever created, one Google Doc with case studies plus any sort of win that's relevant. And this by far is the single most powerful Google document that I've ever created, as you can see here. It's just 70 pages where where we constantly update every, every win that we get from clients in such a way that we can ultimately, at the end of the day, um, well, Make sure that people come, watch all of those. Once their fingers start to hurt, then you just go ahead and book a call, okay? And listen, that doc, you can add to your Facebook profile, your Instagram profile, your Twitter profile, your LinkedIn profile, the description of your YouTube videos, etc. everywhere. So when closing or when pitching, you want to tell stories of your previous clients and how you help them solve similar problems because that's also a way for people to connect with you. And at the end of the day, if you actually do a good job at this, you're going to increase the certainty of them achieving the outcome that they're looking for by you actually sharing how other people have achieved that outcome make sense so the moment that your clients are going to be the most excited about doing sales with you is when you enroll them into your service okay so if you really wanted to do what you can do is ask them for a testimonial not a case study whenever they enroll into your agency service or into your coaching program and that's something that you can leverage as excitement because if someone already trusts in you it's going to be easier for next people in the future to also trust you and aka do the decision of buying your stuff okay so again deliver a great onboarding experience and simply ask them to make a video post inside of your community and use that for marketing field okay again this is primarily solved by building a good product that out of the way let's talk about familiarity okay specifically i want to talk about the seven hour rule of content this is a concept created by ty lopez and it is that you need to be leveraged in content in your sales process yes or yes this is not questionable like please do it and of course it needs to be youtube content specifically or a podcast okay if you're doing raw outreach and you should at the beginning or ads you should if you have clients or following up which is mandatory and you're booking calls but you're not closing and you're not posting long-form video content there's no point in continuing with everything okay like the more content you make the more money you make that's something that nick Cosman used to say a lot and what I need you guys to understand, and this is mandatory, is that one or three times per week, I want you to create micro VSLs that are ultra specific to your niche, okay? Remember, the goal of this is not to get clients directly from your content. It's just to use or leverage that content for you to sell on the album or the ads you're running. Mandatory, number two, you want to repurpose all of those long-form assets that you create in your Facebook group, in your Instagram profile by sending people again back to YouTube, and number three, mandatory number three, you want to repurpose those in your social profiles like Instagram, Facebook, etc. Worst case scenario, add stories letting people know about the video. But you need to be channeling your prospecting traffic to your long-form content and get the hours in. That's literally a mandatory stuff. Otherwise, no wonder you're not closing deals, okay? Like, you think the content doesn't matter or it's a waste of time? I get it. Those three are the mandatories, okay? Like, the one to three weekly micro VSLs. Mandatory number two, repurposing that in your social media platforms where you're either running your ads or your prospecting efforts. And optional, which is actually not optional, <laughs> is in your appointment setting flows, send videos and sales letters. And 
once people book a call, be automation, send resources and case studies so that you can feed them on more and more and more content relevant to whatever they are struggling with prior to your sales calls so that they come ready to buy, okay? And then the last part of the trust scorecard is the risk reversals, okay? And that's pretty, pretty simple. Um, especially when you get started, on top of what I just said, you need to be removing the risk from your prospects of doing business with you. Especially if you're not having great case studies yet or are lacking testimonials of your clients, there's no other way for you to get clients, especially if you're just getting started, like just by adding risk reversals. So what you need to be doing is making sure that the value of your offer is greater than the cost and the risk. Okay, and that's where risk reversals enter the game. A risk reversal is a way for you to uh, not specifically add more value, but reduce risk, meaning that naturally the value that you, for whatever reason you already provide is just going to feel heavier in comparison to the cost and the risk. Make sense? And of course, I want to give some ideas. For example, instead of you charging a retainer, charge a performance-based offer. Let's say that you charge, I don't know, $200 per qualified sales call, depending on the niche and the average ticket value of whatever your clients charge or whatever your clients sell. Then what you can do is instead of charging them $2,000 per month, you can say, okay, you can just charge per call and that way it's going to be much easier for you to enroll that client. I would always recommend that you actually charge something as a way for them to get commitment in your offer and your product. But as an example, for you guys to have an idea, let's say that you can charge them, I don't know, $1,000 includes the first five calls that you book. Meaning that it's actually performance-based, but you're not charging them once you deliver the results. That also implies that there's confidence in you achieving the outcome, hence why you're doing it like that, okay? That's one example. Another example is, um, I don't know, that after a certain amount of money, you charge a retainer, but prior to that amount of money, you just charge performance based on whatever sort of offer you're working with. It was really well for people who work with info businesses, etc. okay? Just be creative about the actual uh, cost and the risk of what you add to your offer. But again, guys, honestly, people overthink this too much and they start to, they think all day about what offers and what guarantees to sell, but that's just like the bottom of the pyramid. And what you can do to increase the money that you make is simply creating client results, leveraging case studies and testimonials, aka focus on client results, and most importantly, making sure you add referral partnerships because that's the highest or the hardest type of lead you will ever get, okay? So guys, I hope that this video was helpful. I hope that you can actually start implementing this trust scorecard into your marketing or sales funnel. And as always, guys, if this video was helpful, make sure to like it, make sure to subscribe to the channel in case that you're not. And last but not least, since I'm a good business YouTuber, it's just call to action time, okay? So whenever you're ready, the first link in the description is going to explain how we help coaches and agencies get more clients on a pay on results basis if that's what you're looking for i'm happy to do business with you make sure to actually go ahead take a look at what we do take a look at our client results go ahead and book a call okay that said if you are the type of person who simply likes free content and free stuff by all means continue watching my youtube videos they're going to be incredibly insightful i hope that this video was helpful and let me know in the comments which is the next type of actions that you're going to start implementing from this trust scorecard to get more clients i'll be happy to hear you well to, to read what you guys comment and yeah guys i hope to see you guys in the next one speak soon bye